0: Brittany Hoffman and I'm Madeline Fitz. Welcome to Shifting Ears, the internal podcast that we're starting here at Belly Metro, talking about all things transit, transportation, and everything you need to know about the agency, behind the scenes,
1: and some upfront stuff you may not know about. Something big is happening in October, and I'm not talking about the weather getting cooler. Brittany, what is happening this month?
0: Well, Maddie, there are two major construction projects happening. Obviously, we know the South Central Downtown Hub construction is starting and kicking off, but we also have the Central Station Redevelopment Project. A new developer is coming in and they're going to make Central Station a multi-use development. So that means not only are buses gonna be going through there, and obviously the light rail train will continue to speed right by Central Station, but they're adding ASU dormitories and retail space, and it's gonna have a lot more shaded area for passengers who are waiting for their upcoming buses and light rail trains. There's also going to be a hotel. So really big things happening in the downtown area that's gonna change the landscape and make us a more thriving city. That is really exciting. How long are we talking
1: about? Because it sounds like a lot of buildings and a lot of changes happening in one pretty tightly
0: packed square block of space. Well, Maddie, you're right. Rome was not built in a day and neither is Central Station. It's going to take about three years, but we already have a plan in place to relocate bus locations. And you can find all of that information right now at valleymetro.org POP or Pardon Our Progress. That's going to show you all of the bus long-term detours, all of the reroutes, all of the new locations, and this is a way to enhance our system while we're still going through a construction phase because obviously we know construction can be a little invasive sometimes and take over our lives, but these new locations are amazing and have been well thought out by our planning departments and other many agencies have come together to create this new routing situation and really down downtown area for Phoenix for the next few years so that we can continue to innovate and create a more livable, walkable downtown. So Central
1: Station is one huge project that is going to impact a lot of our bus riders. Another project we have going on, of course, is the South Central Extension downtown hub rail construction. By the time you're listening to this, we will have closed Central Ave between Jefferson and Washington streets to all vehicular traffic. And that's going to be closed for the duration of construction to all cars. Of course, we're going to maintain access to businesses and for pedestrians. So there's a lot of big things happening in downtown, a lot of looking
0: to the future. So we took our show on the road again, because that's what we love to do. And we heard from a planner what it was like to start this project from the ground up. I'm Becky
2: Santiago. I'm a transportation planner with a firm called HDR, but Valley Metro is my primary client.
0: Maddie, I've been in these meetings for months now, and there's things that I learned from Becky. And just hearing how much data went into the descriptions of these new routes. It was about a year-long planning effort
2: because there are over 100 buses during the peak hour that are coming in and out of downtown. The planning process involved an initial review of all of the streets in downtown. So you want to have as streamlined of an alignment as possible for that timing and efficiency element of planning. On top of the limited thoroughfares that are complete, a lot of roads downtown are one way. So in any corridor where you're like, let's throw all the buses on Fifth Avenue, it's like, well, you can't put everything into sort of a transit corridor because of the one-way nature of the roadways.
0: were not just willy-nilly thrown out their routes. These were highly studied and dedicated jobs for people to find the best passageway to make downtown continue to move and be vibrant, even with all these changes.
2: You know, everyone has their priorities and it's a balancing act between meeting the needs of all users, right? And it's a balancing act as far as finalizing a plan so that community relations can communicate that uh, well in advance. And clearly a big element of our plan effort was to make this as simple of a change for riders as possible because we know it's not a simple change.
0: Obviously, with our South Central Extension Downtown Hub project, we are so excited about our two-line system and what that means towards our riders and getting them places faster and where they need to be able to explore the downtown Phoenix area and the suburban areas outlying as well. So Phoenix is growing, which is awesome. You know, it's why we have the light
2: rail expansion and why we have all the development that we're seeing downtown occurring. It's why Central Station is getting revamped. And I think That the changes downtown are going to continue to make it a more pedestrian-friendly environment, clearly more transit-friendly with more light rail options downtown, with the changing urban form and the growth of mixed-use developments and creating pedestrian space on the street level. You know, I think Phoenix has come a long way in the last 10 years, and by the time that South Central Extension is complete, will be a totally different landscape, and
1: it's exciting. It kind of makes your head spin. I mean, especially for me, I've been kind of adjacent to this project and hearing about it, knowing it was coming up and it was going to take a lot of our effort and resources and outreach for our writers once the plan was ultimately determined. But I guess that's why I'm not a planner because even just thinking about how all these different streets intersect, especially in downtown where we have so many one-way streets, we have some narrower streets that end abruptly or dead end into older buildings. I thought the part that was most interesting was hearing her talk about how buses prefer to have a protected left turn and have a left turn signal.
2: So for example, at Fifth Avenue in Van Buren, there's a signal at the intersection, but no left turn arrow. And for the safe operations of buses, it's always preferred that there's a dedicated turn arrow so that there's no conflict with oncoming traffic and buses can safely make that turn.
1: That seems so obvious now, but that just had never occurred to me. It just goes to show you need to have all those different perspectives at the table to make sure that the plan works for everyone. It's a layered
2: analysis and was a balancing act, very much so. But everyone was on the same page about making this as simple to the writer as possible. And that came across through all departments, which made working together a lot easier because everyone had the
0: same end goal in mind. It takes a village to build this new community and this new routing plan that we've created for our downtown riders. It's multiple people from multiple agencies getting together to find this common goal as to how do we best serve our riders while also maintaining downtown Phoenix and not creating a grid of traffic, but really still figuring out how to include motorists and our riders to function in a downtown core that works for everyone. It's been really challenging. It's working with
3: the developer of the site to know when they're going to close it. It's working with the community relations staff to know when they need to get messaging out. It's working with the streets transportation department to know where they prefer us to redirect traffic. And then it's working with other developers who currently have sidewalks closed, but we're expecting them to be done so that we can put a bus stop there. Herding cats is a very popular phrase that people use, but All the players had the same end goal in mind, which made working with everyone incredibly easy because everyone was like, okay, we have this next challenge. How are we going to overcome it and achieve our our target goals? So that made working on the project enjoyable for sure.
0: As someone who's grown up in the Phoenix area for her whole life, the growth and the revitalization just in the past decade, let alone what's coming in the future, has me so excited for downtown Phoenix and what it means for our region. Yeah, downtown's gonna
3: look uh, a lot different. There's, as you can see, plenty of private developments happening around us. We're standing next to the uh, Acara development, which I believe is primarily residential but this is going to be a mixed-use development with hotel and commercial space. There's the ASU development just north of us, and then as far as roadway construction, South Central light rail construction has already begun. They're doing the early utility work and some of the track work as well. So with that going on downtown, you can go on any intersection right now and look at least one way in most cases two or three ways, if not four, that you see construction every direction you look. So the landscape downtown, especially in the next three years, will uh, be completely transformed, I think.
0: Thank you for respecting the ride.
1: Well, I also grew up in Phoenix. I lived here basically my whole life and then when I graduated from high school, I left for college. So, it's been 10 years plus since I really have been here and coming back to Phoenix, looking at downtown, it's almost unrecognizable from when I really last lived here. And I mean that in a really good way. There's so many new parts of downtown that have really blossomed. So many interesting new restaurants, places to hang out. There's even new neighborhoods of downtown which really didn't exist. And we're not talking about, oh, 50 years ago, this thing wasn't even here. It's really as recent as you know, 10, 15 years that all these changes have come about. So when we think about Central Station and knowing that's only going to be three years, I don't know. It's just really cool to think about the possibilities.
2: I think that the use of micromobility and the scooters and the bikes downtown and now this additional light rail extension for a city that is dubbed one of the most auto-centric cities in the U.S., we have a lot of points to counter that. It's a privilege to be involved in the projects that are making that happen and helping connect communities across the valley.
1: Brittany, it's October 26th, the morning of the big day. What are you thinking about? What are you going to do on that day to make sure that our riders know this big change
0: is happening? And also, what have you already done to get us to this point? Well, I was going to say, Maddie, there's lots we're doing before October 26th, including this internal podcast so all of our agency members know about the changes. So we've had signage out at the stations. We have A-frames at park and rides. We have social media graphics. We have pretty much every avenue of communication that you could imagine. It's happening. We have announcements on the bus. We have announcements on the light rail because there are going to be not major impacts to light rail riders, but... If you are used to crossing through Central Station, that whole area is going to be fenced off. So you're going to be getting in your steps while you make your way around Central Station. And that's something that everyone needs to know is those pickup and drop off locations for Central Station as well as surrounding routes in the downtown area are all getting new stops. It's interesting to have all this overlap between essentially
1: a bus and a rail project, but of course they're impacting a lot of the same people. So we're making sure that everyone's working together and everyone needs to know what they need to know to make sure their commute can still happen in a relatively painless way.
0: It takes a lot of different departments and agencies to come together to create these projects, but I do want to give a big shout out to our community relations As they have continued to work through this pandemic, reaching out to businesses and really being those boots on the ground to make sure that the information that we're providing to the businesses is what they need and helpful for them to continue their business during this pandemic and what the construction means for them in the future as well. So Maddie, if you're a motorist and you need to know about what's happening downtown, where do you go for information? I would definitely go to the construct VM app, which launched back
1: in January of this year. It has all the construction notices that are taking place for the entire South Central Extension Downtown Hub project. And they're overlaid on a map. So it's really convenient to just look at the map, zoom in on a certain area and see exactly where the work is taking place. They even go into the hours of the day that it'll be happening, the duration. So there's a lot of details on there if you need to navigate the downtown area. Brittany. If I normally ride my express bus or my rapid bus into downtown for work, where do I go to find out if my stop has moved
0: and how to get there? Valleymetro.org pop P O P. That's where you're going to go. That has all the information, not just for rapid express, but also for the local routes and dash everything that's happening with central station. That's your one stop go to place to find out everything. And it also links to the South Central Extension, so you can learn more information about that project too. And if there's anything you want to hear on the podcast, you can email us at podcast We love hearing your suggestions, so we give information that you want to know. For Valley Metro, I'm Madeline. I'm Brittany. Thanks for riding with us. We'll meet you at the next
1: stop.